0: This is
1: always remember
0: the mod state podcast. And now your hosts. Oh, right. Here we go. 155 1418. That's for me. And for me only those are timestamps. How are you?
2: I'm I'm good. I'm good to be here. It's great to be back with you. And it's been a minute since we since we rock and roll it
0: it has been a minute since you and I have rock and rolled, but here we are. I did push something out just recently, which at least I feel oh, yes, good it. about, but um, I don't know. Got some comment, tough comment, tough commenters in there. Uh,
2: have we? I haven't, has, has it gotten dark?
0: Uh, no, it hasn't gotten dark. Um, I do want to acknowledge the fact that I do appreciate when people um, leave comments and here I am. Failing to dive into recognize um, <clears throat> our most our most recent actually our most recent two um, uh, commenters, but anyway, well, how it's, you been, it's my... good
2: to get the feedback regardless, and it's, it's <clears throat> yeah. it, it means people are paying attention if they criticize it.
0: So <laughs> right, exactly. Actually, it was good criticism, um, and and one that I appreciated that what they
2: say you know, I must they just, know. Now at this they point. just said
0: it is much better to have us together. Um, then it oh. is not. So um, that is obviously something that we both agree with, to be honest with you. Yes. Um, yeah. Olivia Melba says interesting, but not as good together. So Olivia, uh, no, Olivia, what the heck? Oliver, Oliver Melba. <laughs> you would be the one to do. Holy that. crap. <clears throat> I don't know why I, uh... so Oliver Melba, not Olivia. Oliver Melba, um, says like solo but better to go together. So, you know what? We don't edit. We don't edit in this episode. Suddenly
2: got strange.
0: (laughs) It did. Sorry, Oliver. Um, Anyway, uh, so here we are. Um, Before we, I know I'm such an asshole. All right. Well, before we get started, let's do the let's do what we normally do. As always, thank you for tuning into the MontState State podcast. Uh, if you like this, make sure that you head over to montstate.com for more opinion pieces. Um, and hey, at the end of the day, wherever you're listening, we appreciate it. And thank you for your continued support. Uh, here we you are. You get man. that
2: sample out of Eastern Europe, by the way? What, that
0: sample? Yeah, the Blade <clears throat> soundtrack. It's actually interesting. That's my. Sample, uh, is but, it? Yeah, I made that. All right. Same with um, same with the first one.
1: Yeah. So you were like Bulgarian or Lithuanian or
0: any? Uh, look, I like track suit from time to time. All right. I like good house music, also. for mm. you understand? Yeah.
2: All you right. Understand? Yeah.
0: Hey, we'll go with that. All right. Uh, as my old Russian patients used to say, "You understand? Dobra? good. Okay. Uh,
2: no, I I like it. It checks out."
0: Anyway, I think, we've, I think we've got a good show uh, for you today. Um, pretty much going to walk through our educational bazaar and then the meat of this entire conversation, which is about them midterms. Um, but I think the midterms really are like everything, right? I mean, it's everything we talk about is going to lead up to the midterm, uh, the midterms and I guess, I mean, we'll 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 leave it all there. Um, They're
2: officially kicking off, though. <laughs> it's it's midterm. It's that time.
0: It is that time. It is the time. The midterms are upon us. Uh, okay, so I know you're super happy about that. Uh, oh,
2: it's, yeah, it's, it, I told you. I think yesterday it's my kind of street fight.
0: It is exactly so. Um, well, before we start, I I, I wanted. I, well, there's a couple things we need to recognize, um, some housekeeping stuff up front, not really housekeeping, uh but more or less just a couple little things that we wanted to talk about. The first obviously is the passing of Madeline Albright, um Indeed. who uh has a pretty awesome story if you've never um had the opportunity to kind of read into it, but uh immigrant escaped um true Nazis. <laughs> uh and Came to the U.S. and managed to get her Ph.D., I believe, from Columbia, and then went on to serve, um, I would just say in general, the government and the people of the United States <clears throat> very successfully for a long period of time. Brushed uh, shoulders with a lot of really influential people, which is, sounds weird to say that she's not. She's incredibly influential. Um, I think the last time I, last time I heard her interviewed was after the death of Colin Powell. Um, I, right. I didn't even realize she had a cancer diagnosis. To be honest with you, um, however, uh, an incredible legacy, and from a geopolitical perspective, I think is worth talking about. We need to talk about her. That no, was
2: part of the old guard. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's before the wars. Mm-hmm. You can actually say that now. I mean, it, it, she. If you think about it, it was a relatively it was a relatively stable period in terms of geopolitics. There was the the conflict in Serbia, um, Kosovo, yeah, Bosnia,
0: but <clears throat> which, than- which actually, interestingly, interestingly enough, became kind of like her war, right? That was but, she, she was so um, invested in that.
2: She was ethnically uh, Jewish from the or Hebrew, if I'm not mistaken, but converted to Catholicism when she
1: she was growing up in I believe Poland was it.
0: I don't think she. I think she has I think she has Jewish ancestry. That's it, that's what
2: I mean. I'm sorry. I probably yeah. just really yeah. made a mess of her story. No, no, no. About but,
0: she, but she did convert. Um but,
1: she, but your your point remains valid though, yeah. in that came from that that it did become kind
2: of her war. It was from the perspective of it was I think close to her heart and it was the kind of thing she had trained for as a diplomat, a career yeah. diplomat.
0: Well, I mean How how do you not? uh, I mean,
2: I see why you would take it personally if you were her.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I completely agree. Um, So uh, that was the first one. Um, I don't know that there's any details on if she's going to be. I imagine. State. state, I, I imagine if if did Colin Powell. I don't know. I don't remember. It seems really bad. But anyway, um, so true, uh, true civil servant uh, that we lost this week, um, worth noting and someone that, um, at yeah, least yeah. from our perspective, um, has been fairly influential. The next.
2: The first woman in the job of secretary of state.
0: Yes. Let's not uh, point. I uh, can't. You know. <clears throat> um, the second thing, I'll kind of hand this one over to you, and that is, uh A little. It's a World Cup year, as much as it is a midterm year. So there's going to be a lot that's going to be going on October, November timeframe. But uh, yes, the first one in time. uh, I would say, uh, I would say probably soccer or football. F U T B O L is probably the sport of Mod State.
1: Yeah, it's the
2: world's game, so that's the only reason we ever talk about it. Yeah, yeah. We're down to the last three qualifiers: the USA and Mexico tonight. Italy's out again.
0: That's insane. What? Twice what, in a row. What is doing? What, what is perpetuating that? Um, it just seems like... Two that, World
1: Cups in a row without Italia.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like that loss is strange to me.
1: That hurts the game.
0: It does. But if they're not qualifying, because they're not good enough, then it is what it is. But,
1: right.
2: It is shocking, but yeah, I, I guess you could say uh, soccer slash football is the official sport of my own state. And again, folks, it's USA versus uh, it's Los Estados United versus Los Estados México tonight. And uh, is that how you said
0: Mexico? No, Estados Los, Unidos.
2: They, in, the, in the same way? You just changed the last word.
0: Estados Unidos is the United States versus. The United States of Mexico? Is that what you're yeah, trying to say?
1: Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's uh, Los Estados, Mexico.
0: Could be. just never... a guess. Anyway, it's USA Mexico tonight. <laughs> fair enough. Uh,
2: I, I, I'm, I'm learning French, not Spanish.
0: Fair. Um, so, anyway, yep, should be a good game. Um, looking forward to. I think we're going to try to put it on here uh, as well. But sort of this precursor leading up right. to the World Cup. Looking forward to it. Uh, pumped. Now,
1: predictions tonight. Yeah, no telling it's at the Aztecum. Hopefully, we come away with a point. A draw would be nice.
0: Indeed. <clears throat> um. All right. So those are our two housekeeping type of things. I think lighter, lighter semi, topics,
2: semi-lighter.
0: But let's okay. <laughs> let's dive it uh, into the. Uh,
1: Let's
0: get to the heart of this thing. Well, not, not yet. Not yet. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Um, okay, let's, let's talk about the Supreme Court uh, yeah. confirmation hearing. Now, it's, I think it's interesting that we've been through, what, three of them now? Four. One, two, four of them very recently. And I...
1: In the existence of Monte, yeah.
0: I felt Whoa. like this one for the most part was fairly benign from a the rodeo that I think Kavanaugh's was. Um, Amy Coney Barrett, I think. I mean, I thought there were some good questions asked. I thought that the, the, the situations between I thought
2: the tenor was a lot different um, with Amy Coney Barrett's versus uh versus Brett Kavanaugh's. So I think it, the the tenor of it was completely different. Um, for one thing, there, were, there was no there there in terms of any personal crises that they could mm-hmm. that could be dug up because that's the way it is. It's Don Henley's song "Dirty Laundry" comes into effect there. You know, you put yourself out there, you want the big chair. That's going to happen. So yeah. Barrett definitely came through that more or less unscathed, as opposed to Kavanaugh for sure. Yeah. Uh, Jackson, I this, think this also Jackson, though, Jackson, it didn't run into the same buzzsaw just like Amy Coney Barrett the, because I view them one and the same in the perspective of they're
1: both highly qualified to sit the bench. I would yeah. vote for both.
0: Also, the I think that the difference between these and the others what, uh, is the timing. right? And I think that's what made the others so contentious was the fact that the well, timing in the of the court Say again.
2: The apportionment of the court also became a massive factor there. I mean, what was at stake? Yeah. This 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 seat is not changing the ideological the, the shift of the court.
1: No, if not at it all.
2: was, for instance, God forbid, at, at this time, I don't wish ill on anybody, but if Justice Thomas did not overcome his ailment. Best believe, I don't care who Joe Biden nominates, their, President Biden, excuse me, nominates, that's going to be a contentious fight. <clears throat>
0: so it, you're it saying, because currently today, um, the ideological you know,
2: shift, it, there is no ideological shift.
0: There is not. This doesn't change anything. If Clarence Thomas is sicker than... Has we, to step down. It has to step down. It still shouldn't be contentious. It's still...
2: It will be, though. I'm just
0: telling Why, you. though?
2: Because if, if, unless it's a consensus-type candidate, a Merrick Garland-type, perhaps... Uh,
0: which is crazy
1: because I liked Merrick. I've always had, I always have liked Merrick Garland.
0: I agree. Now, I don't know. So we talk about like this middle of the road judge, future judge. Kentucky. I Brown. would think that would
2: be Merrick Garland.
0: Yeah, but for all not you contextual or not contextualists, uh, textualists. What what about this current nominee makes you think that she would be otherwise? That's not the
1: point. That
2: is not the point. And that is, that is a big thing, glad you brought that up that's been lost. If I were sitting you know, on the seat, like let's say in some twisted universe, it was R-LA next to my name. I'm a Senator from Louisiana on that panel. My vote is going to be to confirm the candidate because of her qualifications, because of, the, of, of her experience, okay?
0: Do you uh, think Kennedy- the
2: fact, let's not overlook her law enforcement. Ties, okay. Th- this is not an outrageously this is not a far left anti-police, which is why I think there has been a lot of disquiet about criticism. Senator Romney pointed out that he thought it was basically foolish, the criticism that had gone on. Uh, so the point to me is that misses the forest for the trees. I'm not looking for you to nominate somebody that I agree with on everything or even the majority of everything. I want to see are they qualified to sit on the bench and are they going to try and uphold the Constitution. Sure. They may see it differently than me, but if their aim is in that direction, that satisfies it for me. True, sure. okay? I just,
1: I'm not going to agree with everybody or, no. or, or anybody on 100% of anything. Sure. So I, I,
0: I thought largely the entire process was, well, there's, there's kind of, Two things. Well, one big thing is I think she rewrote how future nominees actually, um, well, barring any potential personal
1: scandals, uh, it, it negotiates the committee. Um, that's the word I'm looking for.
0: Negotiates the committee without, hold on
1: i think
2: I think she added a new play to the playbook here for any for, uh, for nominees of any I agree with you here nominees of any ideological variety uh, I look at i mean it's gonna be tough to top. i'm gonna be real a c b not taking justice Barron, not taking any notes that was i gotta admit that was pretty impressive jumping from thing to thing and they asked see your notes and it was blank. but as far as navigating the committee in terms of dealing with Okay, we got one guy that just wants to talk about one case that I don't have in front of me. I hundreds of decisions that I made. That was the most Basically painful part. And say, look, is this really? This all we're here to discuss? I, I hope we were to get into qualifications, etc. At some point, they didn't. It was bizarre.
0: Yeah, I think well,
2: she 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 added to the playbook there.
0: Yeah, and she did. She did kind of two ways. One, she was able to defer. Talking about some of the uh, Supreme oh, Court win for her, yeah, some some Supreme Court cases that were going on. But it's also true, like she does, and I think she said it best. I don't remember what day it was, but she said, "Like, look, I'm a human being. I have an opinion. However, given the job, and especially the job that I'm applying for and interviewing for right now, it's not my job to have an opinion on policy." Therefore, I'm not going to entertain it. <clears throat> and I do think, we'll talk about more of this in like the midterm discussions because I think it's super interesting. But um, I think, especially in light of the fact that there's a candidate that has very little personal scandal, if at all, any at all, um, that you're, you're trying to reach for something. And I think the culture wars have become certainly more obvious. Um, if, if you have been living under a rock, uh, all you had to do was tune into the Supreme Court nomination at the Judiciary Committee to realize what was top of mind of uh, Republican leaders. It, it turns
2: into a series of stump speeches. That's why it's almost unwatchable for, for me at some time. It, it, somebody who was you could call a wonk, somebody that really enjoys actually watching that kind of thing, for me to be sitting there going, Oh, for God's sake, we get it, Ted. Yeah. Senator Cruz. Or Holly. Move on.
0: I mean, the, I think.
2: Yeah, I expect more of Senator Cruz, though. Not only was he a, a disciple slash uh, student of Dershowitz's, who I admire a lot, um, you know, scandal allegations regardless, notwithstanding. Uh, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, of people alive, uh, Ted Cruz has argued both as plaintiff and, and responded, uh, sure. or of the government, and more cases they, before the Supreme Court than anybody alive.
0: They literally went to school He's not together. An idiot. They went mm-hmm. to Harvard. Law school together, I know he's not an idiot, but I think what a photographer. I think what a photographer captured immediately after, um, one of his lines of questioning, uh, sums it all up. He was on Twitter. More of him. He was on Twitter, uh, and he was looking. uh, He was he was scrolling, or not scrolling, but looking for his name trending on Twitter, which again I get politics. I get needing to have your soundbite. But at the, ex- I mean, I guess it's at this point, someone like Ted Cruz is not worried about his public perception on anything. Um, Maybe it's narcissism. I don't know. Like what?
1: I think he sees himself. This is kind of laughable, but I think he still
2: sees himself as presidential material.
0: If you're a senator, you do. Look at Holly.
1: Yeah, fifty out of hundred of them do.
0: Here's 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 uh, Senator Hawley literally digging down to one specific case in this in this person's entire judicial career, and he says, "Do you regret sentencing that pedophile that
1: it was child pornographer?
0: Um, do you regret giving him three months?" She's like, I regret that we continue to talk about this as if this matters to my Supreme Court nomination. Like, dude, first off.
1: Everything else.
0: First off, this is is not my problem. This is your problem. You're a legislator. You're the one that writes laws. So if you're so bent out of shape, fix it. And. I mean, I realize if she's sentenced his... within
2: the confines, if she's sentenced within the confines of the guidelines of the law, then I don't, I'm not sure what the issue is. You may disagree with her sentence; that's fine. Disagree with it.
0: I just, I, I don't even know how the any of those bizarre. sound
1: was, by type serious. It. it was absolutely bizarre, both uh, of them.
0: Not to mention, uh, what's his nuts from Indiana, Senator? I <laughs> don't care. Uh, oh my god! Literally making claim. Like here's what happens when you don't have an actual agenda. You just have outrage. <clears> yes, <dude. clears throat> to the point where a conservative senator essentially made the case that we like don't people, be... we just don't think our kind and your con ought to mix. I mean he just said it. He was li- he said the quiet well, part now. out loud. He said the he said the quiet part out loud. Uh, he said, look. Uh, the fact that states have the ability to have autonomy is, and the differences in, uh, in at, at the state level uh, makes for a better America. <laughs> and then segued into the fact that uh, interracial marriages uh, should not be. Uh, Essentially, um, I
2: forget how he introduced it exactly, but he introduced interracial, interracial marriage into su- the conversation to suggest that. Well, you see, take that for an example. That was a that was a bad thing right there. That was the just. But he didn't say bad, but it was clear that he was saying it with con- negative connotations, and you could see it was one of those things of a verbal diarrhea where the words are coming out of his mouth. He went to pull it back in so bad, and you couldn't because he knew.
0: Yeah, he he he. What did he follow up? He's like, look, I I really misunderstood. Um, I really misunderstood the question, but somehow I arrived arrived at the fact that interracial marriage should be something that states are okay with overturning.
1: I mean, he didn't. I don't. I don't think he misunderstood the question. I mean, I'm not in that a horrible,
0: horrible example. Uh,
2: yeah, I wouldn't have used that example
0: yikes uh you
2: know just it, it shows how it's what i you might say is called out of touch if in these times you don't think that maybe that's going to be considered racially insensitive
0: like dang man it's like 1860 in here something Ugh.
1: all right uh like that. look she'll be confirmed um yeah
0: i don't i don't think it's going to be as party lines as we think no, um, <clears throat> even uh, Miss Lindsey Graham, excuse me, Senator Lindsey Graham.
1: Jesus,
0: <laughs> homie, still couldn't keep it together. Like I, I just don't understand. I don't I understand. I'm not guys. sure. Why,
2: I I don't understand what, why he got up and stormed out. Really, except for I guess the political theater of it, because he could.
0: I guess. So I mean, he he confirmed her to her current judicial role.
1: I mean, I get it. You're still
2: really butthurt about the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. I get it.
0: Look, again, but the circumstances you, of Kavanaugh, Tony Barrett, Senator Gorsuch, there's a reason to be upset. I,
1: no, I'm not talking about you. Why not? I'm talking about Senator Graham. With yeah. the
2: Kavanaugh thing, Gorsuch and Barrett to be our, our non-starters as far as the, there's no really there there to discuss as far as their qualifications or personal sure. histories.
0: Yeah, which yeah. is totally fine.
2: I um, mean, but whereas with Kavanaugh, clearly things were far more contentious, and yeah. I, I guess he's just going to have a perennial axe to grind? I guess. I don't know. <clears throat>
0: um, all right, let's move on. I want to talk about the economy, because I think we, since we talked last together the Fed has done a, a, a 0.25% increase on interest rates. We just saw mortgage, mortgage rates hit 4.42% as of the 24th of March. Um, this is the highest since 2019. I don't think we see over this year seeing mortgage rates. Uh, it, obviously, I'm talking about mortgage rates, but I think most people have, um, it, it's a good benchmark for people to understand that I mean, your like average mortgage interest rate just not too long ago was like 2.75%. <clears throat> so it's pretty much doubled, uh, which, again, uh, I'm not the economist here. I think we're looking at pretty, pretty hot inflation at the moment. Uh, it, I think it's the right thing to do. We can't live at basically negative interest rates. Um, I think the Fed has done an amazing job. For the most part, since two thousand and eight, I think we there's a couple things we talked about that I think there's discussion right now that we're we're moving towards this uh, recession, Um, towards a recession. I think there's a lot of things that indicate we probably could, but there's a lot of weird
1: stuff going on though. Like, I think
0: right now we're seeing employment um, at at pretty good levels or rather unemployment at at okay levels. Um obviously we're still in this sort of supply side there's still a supply side shock to the market but corporations for the most part are doing re- really well financially. Um I can't say the same for the the pocket book, book of Americans. Obviously gas is real high but they it just we're sort of in this weird flux phase. Um but I don't necessarily think that this indicates that we're we're hitting a recession uh right now. Um the stock market had a pretty good recovery this week for the most part. So I don't know. You're the economist, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna not, hand it off to you.
2: Not not yet. But uh one thing I just now thought of this it kind of brought to mind what you and I were discussing on the phone earlier today, and that is that every predict that I've read and some from some very respectable thinkers. I'm not knocking those men and women, but that have said, hey, within the next 12 to 18 months, there's gonna be possibility of recession. Every one of those those statements to a man or woman has been predicated upon the belief that the Fed is gonna screw it up, that Powell and company, they're not gonna be able to keep it on the road. And I'm going, so basically you're you're basing your analysis to me that, that's an inherently flawed analysis. I'm not saying there's not going to be a recession. I'm not going on record saying that. But one thing, we've already had an inverted yield curve, basically meaning, folks, that a short-term loan or a short-term investment is paying more than a 10-year bond, which shouldn't be uh, having a higher return. A 10-year bond should have a greater return. So when that flip-flops, that's a little weird, and the markets have to adjust. We've already had that and then had a recession. We came through, I mean, come on,
1: the coronavirus that was, I mean, one in a billion. That's yeah, but, a life.
0: But there was, I'm trying to remember. So pre-2020, I feel like there was, Oh well, no, it must've been in 2020 where there, there was already an inverted yield curve, right? That was, so, that
2: was, and that happened in 2020.
0: Right. But the market was nuts anyway. Um, and
2: and it, it didn't precede a recession. But it did, so, no. And that's the thing too, folks, is that in 2008, that's one thing we did was before 2008, our central bank, the Federal Reserve, could not pay banks interest on their cash holdings to, on their, if they kept reserves. So therefore, why would banks hold money? That's money that they're losing. So now, post 2008, the Federal Reserve, our central bank, can pay your local community bank to keep cash reserves, so they're making a profit on that. Point being, there's more liquidity in the market now. There's, there's far more avail- you know, liquidity, and there's the ability there to uh, to, to take shocks that we otherwise couldn't have previously so the economy's in far better shape the labor markets rebounded rebounded uh, i i really don't see the, I, the housing market still weird but one thing i was looking for because we're talking about when you talk about the federal reserve you're talking about a body that if they merely mention interest rates markets across the globe can fall or rise depending upon what they say and as in concert with treasury basically shut down the operations of a country three thousand plus miles away. And you're that's how powerful Russia. they are.
0: Yeah, you're talking about Russia,
2: clearly. Um, yes, and
1: that's the thing is that they have the ability to to act that way, and so they have they have that kind of
2: power point. So overall, I, I'm just not seeing any signs that I mean we're already we teach <laughs> et cetera, as, You know, all things being equal. That ninety percent of if your national debt is not worth ninety percent of your GDP, you're in trouble. We're at one hundred thirty percent right yeah. now. We're in uncharted territory.
0: But what? So okay, yeah, that's the one hundred thousand foot view. You're absolutely right. What? Um, but I guess my question to to you then is like what? What? I mean, so
1: we're, we're
0: clearly. We, there's inflationary measures. There, there's tons of inflation right now. Tracking, right. tracking. There's uh, highest mortgage rates. Uh, what, what? I mean, what does a recession at this point with like supply supply side shock? What does a recession even look like? You know what I mean? Like what?
2: Well, what? that's where things get weird. And I, that article you and I discussed earlier today that I sent you, where um, and I don't have it pulled up in front of me. I, I want to say his name is Phil Spencer, a VP, but that may, I may be incorrect on that. But it might. So I'm saying more or less that with the Xbox Series X and whatnot, there's been no supply shortage. You know, we've been fine pairing. We've sold out everything in the 11 million units. And remember, we were talking about this and I'm going, okay, then people wouldn't be able to get away with scalping it for twice the price. If it retails for 500, you can get away with selling it on Facebook for a thousand. The market's not at the equilibrium when you can do that, okay? And, and the fact, the vehicle shortage, I mean, that, to me, in my personal view, that's an asinine thing to imply. He didn't overtly say there's been zero a slide side issues.
0: It just I, He just may be saying it's not as bad as.
2: And the way I look at that is as much as I like Microsoft, good for y'all that you can go through that. That doesn't mean that the rest of, you know, the, if you guys had chips, were able to buy chips successfully that Ford clearly can't get to put into vehicles, good for y'all. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that the economy hasn't had those issues. I mean, it, yeah. It, the Port of Los Angeles, like well, I checked, is still backed up. I mean, there's all kinds of things. But again, I'd like to circle back and, and I get, you can take it and, and do what you will with this. But again, and I'll, I'll dig a little deeper, but primarily, the top fear that I have, I, I see in articles expressing things. And I would caution folks look at, think about this the next time you see a, a headline about things possibly going off the rails. All of it is is based upon this belief that. Somehow, the Fed is not going to be able to keep this thing on the road, and I, I would say let's give them the benefit of the doubt because name me another federal entity that came out of this thing looking the
1: coronavirus this era, looking better than the Federal Reserve.
0: Yeah, well, and maybe this is a maybe it's a good time to segue because I think a lot of what we can talk about in terms of like prepping for the midterm, which then immediately after the midterm becomes the the presidential. I mean, give it, what, give it like uh, March of 2023? Even before that, we're going to start hearing about... Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, before uh, that, my friend.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. So I guess this is a good... We're going to get you, nominees
2: at
1: that point.
0: Yeah, I think the economy largely will play a role. Um, if it doesn't in the midterms, it certainly will be part of the talking points. Um the presidential election. one exception election. to that, in
2: my view, has been the 2020 election, obviously, where I don't think it was as big of a deal, the economy, because I think people, for instance, would have forgiven Donald Trump for the economy if it weren't for a lot of other stuff. Like
0: what, what solution do you provide uh, other than... I mean, from an economic standpoint... Uh, <clears throat> I mean, you can Monday morning quarterback the beginning of the pandemic all day long, but I think my point is I don't, I don't know... <clears throat> I feel like there's some grace that might have been given, uh, or could be given. I think so. I, anyway, I, I, mean, obviously, there's the huge cultural divide in terms of like not shutting down. Remember, well, he Texas, was so Texas, with te-
2: not te- yeah. damaging the economy it, that obsessed yeah. him, and that's why he had all these fights with people that were shutting things down. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, but Texas, I think- Texas wanted to sacrifice old people for the economy. So, I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely, New York a, succeeded. There's definitely a, a, uh, spectrum. If you, will. you know that
1: you know Cuomo actually thinks he's got a shot at a at a political comeback. Why wouldn't he? Well, I would hope he wouldn't. I would hope New York has a little more self. They did elect Hillary Clinton, though, so. I
0: mean, I mean what? So yeah, Cuomo.
1: Would you want him representing your state? Be real. I wouldn't. Well, I mean, I he's guess- gonna bring Fredo with him
0: my bar for uh my bar for candidates is a lot higher than a lot of people so i maybe people like madison cawthorne or whatever his last name is in as representative right now so again my bar is a, is a bit higher um all right so let me let me hit this That's, here
2: that sounds like a really mean joke that i don't think you meant to make so we're gonna move on
0: Let's move on. Okay, let's move on. I don't I don't know. What I, was, I don't know what I said, but uh, whatever his name is, I guess. Uh, the high bar.
2: Dude's in a wheelchair, Nate.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh well. I has got a slow roll. Alright. So <laughs> that's and that's how I get canceled. Um yeah. being an asshole to the world's biggest asshole. All right. Uh all right, so. The midterms are upon us. Mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say, even though it's, it seems like it's a bit overshadowed, right? I think there's obviously a war going on in Europe right now. Um, <clears throat> huge geopolitical tensions from um, an old adversary in the Cold War. Um, good call,
2: Senator Romney. Yeah,
0: good call. We'll talk about Governor that. Governor
2: at the time. Yep. It,
0: in, inflation is... Is at an all time high. There's a lot of and stuff that's going on. Out of control. Yep. There's a lot of things that are going on. And a lot of, but I don't know how many of these things factor into the midterms. I'll be like, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't know how, um, I mean, at this point, I think obviously there's some places in Texas um, that you might see a flip, but for the most part, what issues today, at least at a national level, are really going to be affecting voters at this point? Like Are we so divided in America today that it, it still doesn't actually like, regardless of what's happening, it's not making a difference. Like, the fact that Biden's actually doing a pretty good job, um, I think personally, with handling uh, the issue with Russia and Ukraine right now, like how does that affect the midterms? How does any of this affect the midterms? What is a legislature from a district in Texas at a federal level going to to do? Um, You
2: you raise a good issue there though in mentioning the president because were he able, and this is not a, a backhanded attack, okay, but were he able to take a more grueling schedule he might actually be of some assistance in some races that could be in purple districts that i just i don't see him being able to be that extensively involved in the campaign um because he does have a. because my my question to folks that have a problem with how president biden has has handled the ukraine crisis so far is okay so what does it look like like for instance he needs to do something okay what is that exactly if he had plunged us into war and was saying we need to send 82nd Airborne to drop into camp tonight, people would be saying he's lost his mind. Not my son and daughters.
0: But what? So yeah, then what's he's I, supposed to do. So look, man, I can. I can. I'm totally fine with that. I can automatically I can peg who or the political ideology of this person. So the thing with the right. I'm having you? a really Are tough time. So sure? it's it's it's, I'm having a tough time with this right now because it's like, all right, so. You've got the same legislatures that voted against, it was a $13.6 billion package to, to Ukraine, voted against it. But then they are the same people that are lamenting that Biden's not doing enough or not doing the right thing. I just, I, I'm having a hard time right now. And I feel like in crisis, like right now, I mean, we do have high inflation. We do have supply side shock. We are dealing with, um, supply issues with oil. We're navigating huge geopolitical issues in the world today, way beyond what COVID was. Um,
2: well, that's, that's what, a, you bring up a good point of disagreement on our part because I am not in favor of handing Ukraine any semblance a, a blank check. I'm not siding with the Russians here, but there are serious corruption problems in Ukraine. That would, I mean, we, yeah, but do you, we're not really going to argue about that, are
1: we? The, I mean, the, do the you think, though, out. So I don't know what's going to happen to $13 billion that we send over
0: there. Yeah, but do you think $13 billion is going to, like, the Ukrainian central government? Or, Who's it going or to? to There's the another good defense. issue.
1: Who's it going to? Yeah, well, nope. I'll, be, I'll
0: be honest with you, I have no idea.
1: I mean, if going to aid... it's if we're,
0: 16
1: If we're talking about dropping I don't think it's $13.6
0: billion in a suitcase.
2: Well, I mean, physical aid. If we're talking about dropping off material aid to them,
1: that's one thing. But handing hmm. them a check, no, absolutely not. I would vote against a package like that.
0: Sorry. But then would you?
1: And I'm be against the Putin person here. that. I want to be clear.
0: Then demands that Biden does more. So what? What do you do more?
2: I'm okay with more material in, aid, like
1: helping them with weaponry. I'm okay with that.
0: Sure, but that might
1: cost. Several billions of dollars, right? I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with with giving them money to do with as they will. Who's that going to? I just it, the whole thing is is
2: too disorganized. To, to me, the thing stinks and the money. But yeah, I'll, I'll gladly spend money.
1: It, to me, it's like the difference in buying a homeless person a meal and then handing them cash. Yeah. Uh, look, I hear you. I hear you. I'm not calling Ukraine a homeless. Um, no hard feelings, folks. There's a lot of homeless people. In from, Ukraine? From re- Ukraine right now. Oh, yeah. That's that's true. So. <clears throat> Man, we're just, we're just dicks today. What's that? We're just dicks today. Yeah. It happens. Um. So I feel like the, um, I feel like what you saw
0: at the confirmation hearing is, and correct me if, if you feel like I'm really off on this, but from the midterm or leading into the, leading into the midterms, We've got a spectrum of political ideology that's running for office. Do you think the confirmation hearing is somehow uh, like a precursor to the arguments that you'll hear for like why you should elect me?:
1: I think it's a precursor to
2: some sound bites. I think that's what the whole thing was about for some of those senators was they got their sound bites in that they can put in clips to to run to their constituents to remember, vote for me, and the opposing groups will be able to use, against them in ads as well, to solicit donations. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the ACLU uses men like Senator Hawley all the time. Uh, I don't know that verbatim, but I would just, I would venture to speculate that in a confederation of dunces, that there's gotta be quite a bit of fodder for fundraising here on either, particularly the left end of the spectrum with men like that rowing the halls. Uh, with that mm-hmm. I, I do think the economy will matter but i don't think it's going to matter like a lot of people think it's going to because i don't foresee i could be wrong in this but boring some 1984 collapse of a tory or act of god here i'm just not seeing a, a serious downturn of any real variety here
0: so you don't think economy will i think it's going like to slow down more? sure because because the, then, what does play a central role? Is it, is it the books that your kids are reading? Is it the, the? Wait, was it in Utah the four transgender athletes who, by the way, the governor vetoed because he, well, realized it was absurd.
1: Oh yeah, the governor of
0: Indiana. He also, wasn't did, that? also did sign a. He he also did sign a pretty intense abortion ban.
1: Was it uh, the governor of Indiana? Right. I, Utah. Was it the veto the bill banning transgender yeah. athletes? Exactly, because he said there's five of them. Right. There's five of them. By the way, conservative. I just want to point I that mean, out. But there, just, there I,
0: are. I, there are level-headed conservative leaders out there and I, I know that I'm clearly one that shows that that, that, that there's not or I, I communicate that there's no there's no such thing as a sane conservative leader there are he obviously voted for the the abortion ban which I think is is an unfortunate and it will actually kill more people uh, but which is funny because with the um, with the the, the trans-athletes he said he didn't want to perpetuate like suicide, which is already high in that community, community anyway. Um, but he's just going to kill more women, unfortunately. So um, it's kind of nuts out in a horrific way. But that's my, so again, going back, like what you're seeing the economy is not going to play a central role.
2: As, as it stands right what? now, I'm not seeing anything that would make it. I think, yeah, the culture wars are going to matter to an extent. Um, I think there's also just a knee-jerk reaction that's typical in midterms after a presidential election to express their yeah. frustration with the status quo yet again by saying, well, these these uh, members of the Confederation of Dunces aren't getting it done, so let's send somebody else up there. You know, and you got to remember, the incumbency yeah. is, what, 98% uh, of the time, yeah. the rest of the time. But this tends to be a time of turnover, and there is a, a flock, especially in Texas. It's interesting you bring up the state because I believe there's – Five Hispanic women running under the GOP ticket, and at least I believe four of them are expected to be in the House. so the GOP caucus itself will look different. Uh, Florida's another area that while Texas may be trending purple, Florida's going the exact opposite direction. You remember uh, it, Donald Trump barely beat Hillary Clinton there in 2016 and then it wasn't even close against Biden in 2020. Uh, specifically South Florida was a surprise there, so dynamics that it's it's
1: interesting to see the dynamic shift, but I think the economy will... I don't mean to mean that it's not going to matter. But I remember, too, a lot of the Hispanic community is Catholic, which trends them more purple, but, yeah, socially, they're going to be moderate. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be hard left, rarely. A, a practicing Catholic, that's very rare. So are you under kind of the impression that and this is maybe more uh, just, maybe just an intelligent ask, but like,
0: does anything matter then? Do Other we than- are we still that fairly divided where there is it? They might as well just put a picture up of them and be like, "I'm conservative, I'm I'm Democrat, or I'm left leaning. Vote how you will."
2: So that put a lot of people out of work doing that. There's a lot of people whose jobs yeah. depend upon the the charade, the dog and pony show. I, and again, I'm not I'm not trying to make anybody cynical here. I do think that issue, individual races do matter. Um, I think there is there are some places where there are people running on fiscal conservatism. That's a that's a huge issue for me, obviously. Uh, so there are. I don't want to take that away. There are some candidates actually saying, "Hey, I'd like to." get some things done it's just it's not as common as it should be yeah. it's a lot more culture wars it's a lot more us versus them than it should be in my mind yeah because i don't i don't question what your
1: patriotism
0: yeah i mean look and i am lamenting I, I i'm mostly lamenting at the fact that i think the american public could be largely more educated um on these things and so yes. you raise a good this issue. is i think where it's like what it's like
1: why does it? Nothing matters. It's just I mean, I'm, transgender, I'm not saying American people
0: CRT. Well, I mean, they obviously not because we're talking about the midterms and voting for a leader.
1: It does feel like it at times, though, doesn't it?
0: A little bit. So <clears throat> I think I want to segue. It's not necessarily about the midterms, but <clears throat> it is along the same lines. And, that, and I brought this up, I think, in the last podcast on the solo and then your, uh, the one one we did together, do, well, I I predicted this a while ago, and that was, I feel like the Trump train will largely burn out. And I wonder if we're,
1: well, I guess the midterms will tell us a lot about that.
0: But I feel like we're kind of at that point or maybe the tipping point where Trump is calling Mo Brooks woke. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know who Mo got Brooks him. is, got him. He got him. Mo Brooks <laughs> m- was at the January sixth rally with a bulletproof vest on
1: underneath <laughs> his jacket. Uh because the crowd that he was talking to is insane. Was, is insane. Uh, now now Mo Brooks is woke. So when you he co-op, like a word or a phrase,
0: at some point when you use it wrong, it loses its strength. It loses its meaning.
1: Mo Brooks is not woke. And the fact that Trump is calling Mo Brooks woke
0: and will not endorse him anymore is a sign that the goalposts goalposts have moved to, like, Jupiter.
2: That's what I mean. That's what I asked you. When you said that in our discussion... They don't exist. where Where have the goalposts been moved to? I mean, the idea... It's like when you overuse terms like racist or Nazi... It, not, it goes beyond intellectual laziness to where the words are just syllables that seem randomly put together. I mean, it's it's to me the inverse of saying if you put a thousand monkeys in with typewriters in the room, eventually one of them is bound to come out with some Shakespeare. It's, it's the inverse logical equivalent of that to me. And I, I, I'm not really mm-hmm. sure at this point. I think this is the the high water tide you're seeing. I think this is going to be the the... The coup de gras. I'm not saying Trump won't be relevant. He'll be relevant in politics until he's no longer in this plane of existence, if he wants to be. Sure. Uh, but I, I think to lessening degrees, because I think in this way, in this case, yeah, I think foreign policy actually plays a role. I think it hurt him. I, the vast majority of Americans are rightfully so. While people like me, I do recognize that Ukraine is not in NATO and the or EU specifically for a reason because they have a corruption problem. At the same time. I I clearly oppose President Putin. I think he's a thug. I've been keeping up with this thug since before you and I were both in the military over a decade ago. So with that, I think I think Trump hurt himself there. With some so that middle that middle five to eight percent that's gonna decide that swing, that's gonna decide things. I think amongst voters like that, that he's continuing. I mean, you saw the other day, I think I said it to you that. For the first time, since he got involved in twenty fifteen, a majority of GOP voters said that his endorsement was not a necessarily necessary predicate, prerequisite, to voting for a candidate. And That's the first time in seven years that's happened. So he's got his own inverted mm-hmm.
1: yield curve there, if you will.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, I I guess. I guess maybe from like an intellectual standpoint, it's it's so boring. All of it is so boring.
1: Cause it's what? The
0: fact that there's like no agenda.
1: Oh, that's, But the, because the, the, there the, is
0: no agenda.
2: If you want it to not be boring, you have to do things like you did. Actually keep up with what's being said because it's great. For people that don't say anything, they say a whole lot. Mo Brooks is welcome.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm
2: serious. I mean, you Mo, got Mo, it.
0: You got so it.
2: Nailed it. That's what I was thinking yep. this whole time about Mo Brooks. I was like, you I <laughs> may, may now come
1: on, you agree with me on this? That son of a bitch, he's gone too far to represent the sovereign state of Alabama. Isn't it Alabama? Yeah, Mo Brooks is Alabama. I mean, for another thing, when's the last time you heard of a white dude named Mo? It wasn't on TV in black and white. Think about that for just to think man. about that. Maurice. Yeah. Anyway, Maurice. him being woke. I mean, I was, was just looking at it. Up. That, was yeah, anyway, I was, that. that was the joke of the week.
0: And he didn't even I need mean Born in South Carolina. Yeah, he's a fifth, fifth district. <clears throat> I was going to say, yeah, in Alabama. Son of a so. bitch. I don't know. I think as we wind up to the midterms, I'll be curious to see. Obviously, I think, especially with the midterms, it's, there's a lot of more local conversation. It's not a presidential election. It's, you're not looking at as many of these big issues. There's more local issues, I think.
1: Um. But.
0: I'll be curious to see what starts coming out of these districts where there are midterm elections.
1: Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of
2: holding pattern overall right now across the political spectrum. I think there's a lot of folks that are kind
1: of holding their own beers right now, wanting to watch what happens in Europe. I think that's a big. It's it sucked a lot of the oxygen out of the room.
0: Well, and I think something like what's happening in Europe does separate the bullshit from what is necessary.
1: It will, it, where, so look, it, it
0: absolutely should, but I you know what I mean, where you up your I think... I think CRT as an issue is a very cerebral issue for people, whereas Ukraine there's some tangibility to it, right? There is, it's people, f- even from an ethnocentric perspective where it's people look similar to me, I can, I can put myself in their shoes in a way, even if it's just completely hypothetical, not from life experience. I, I think things like this can separate some of this bullshit from the current reality that people are in the things that they're really don't say suffering. That's not the right word, but uh, I guess maybe, maybe, maybe you understand where I'm coming from. Maybe I'm just off on my own.
1: No, I do. I
2: I do. I got it. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how this cleans up for people in terms of because people are going to form their own opinions about it. Unfortunately, I think one thing you could see come out of it is a bunch of finger pointing because you're going to have one side blaming the other. For, yeah, we get coming, i tell you what. And then, I mean, I know that's a bit hyperbolic, but it, so that's that's more or less what it's going to boil down to. And, uh, yeah, well, if y'all hadn't voted for, you know, the orange man that didn't like Ukraine, we wouldn't be in this. Which, speaking of which, I'll tell you something else. When they brought up that whole issue, this, this cracked me up about how, well, this wouldn't be going on with Donald Trump in there. Yeah, because Donald Trump got everything he ever wanted. He had a, an American yeah. president that was going to out of his way and and not
1: back up NATO. So he didn't have to act aggressively. That's He's gonna the get reality. out of it. yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing yeah. that's we had stayed still, so, so bringing up to me, if you're if you're a Trump supporter, fine, I'm not judging you. But don't
2: bring that up, please. You sound ignorant if you do. that's a defense. Somehow, this situation vindicates uh, Donald Trump because Russia wouldn't be doing this. i di- I disagree. I think, that he had a, the most friendly person he was ever in three forever is going to have in the White
1: House, Vladimir Putin, and he knew it. Doesn't take a genius to realize that. The overtures, right. the overt flirting. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, you have any other thoughts on this?
0: These midterms.
1: Not that I can. Not that I can. I can think of at this time because again, there's there's only two or three
2: maybe four things that are sucking the oxygen out of the room. Uh,
0: but again, I think Senator it, would, it, like it boils rose, down but... to the fact that I, I think people are going to vote the way they're going to vote. I don't think there's a lot of topics that are changing on people. I guess what I'm curious about, obviously in the presence of gerrymandering and some, some very safe districts, what... Um, How historically people show up for midterms, and I wonder. I think
1: there's less of a swing than, than perhaps other times. You have a, a traditionally older constituency. You, uh, you have an older constituency. We'll see, what now?
0: You think we'll see more record? You think we'll see record turnout for
1: a midterm? It's difficult to say at this juncture. It's it's certainly possible. I think there's a lot of people fired up. Uh, it depends on
2: what the issues really are. I mean, it depends if things escalate farther, And God forbid, but NATO does get dragged into this. Vladimir Putin is going to be going to accomplish something that hasn't been accomplished in 21 years. September specifically, uh, he's going to unify people in desire of war. So I, that that's a completely I'm not really sure what that effect could have.
1: So that's such a wild yeah, card. As of right now, it could be. But it's you know, traditionally an older I demographic. It means more conservative.
0: I think he wishes maybe he had done this uh, three years ago.
1: Right. Yeah, I think, yeah, oh, I think maybe he missed his moment.
0: I'm, I'll be honest with you, man. from From a war perspective...
2: Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm, from a political I'm perspective. I'm, again, I'm not judging yeah, Donald no, no, Trump no, I mean, right I'm, now one way or the other. I'm simply saying he was much I'm, softer I'm, in the circumstance.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pleasantly happy with the way you, at least you've seen unity from the executive branch, with the intelligence agencies from the DoD and with NATO for the most part. Like to be able to wrangle a whole bunch of countries together to be for the most part on the same page. It's pretty damn impressive in these days,
2: especially in a short period of time. They herded, they yeah. herded cats very quickly there to get these, to get the the putative sanctions in, in place. Now they seem to be cracking down more and more every day. It, one thing to watch out for here again, I think I mentioned this maybe via text, but is you know, we we now decided to economy size, if you will, our WMDs. So tactical nukes could come into
1: play there.
0: Yeah, and I think we we, we, we kind of talked about mutually assured destruction, and I'd like to save it.
1: No, no, no. But I'm, I'm talking. That's why I referenced tactical nukes being used solely against Ukraine. Oh, I see. Well, didn't they use a that a could be up if they decide to go that route.
0: Yeah, that's that seems. I guess. I, you know, I'm not in the mind of a
1: dictator. It seems crazy, yes, but the whole thing seems crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, is it really crazy that Russia invaded Ukraine?
1: This the it's timing crazy, of it's weird. But, but, is it? What's crazy to anybody? me is how badly the Russians have done. Yeah. I suppose the whole thing's crazy to me from that perspective. I I, I thought it would be over a lot quicker.
0: I know. I remember for for a minute, people were like, hey, I feel like there's like the Shadow Army that they they just, they put kind of the the B team in. And now they're going to bring the A team. But there's not an A team.
1: Well, they they haven't brought in their full regulars yet. They've been sending conscripts. They haven't brought
2: their actual... That I'm aware of. Now, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I haven't heard of a mainstream commitment of the majority of the regulars to the battle yet.
0: I mean, there's what, like five to eight generals dead?
2: Well, that suggests a communication issue on your front lines that they would have to be that close. Because normally... No, well, win. A, a,
0: your general's not leading your...
1: It's like the old some... days, the king's actually going to ride horseback
0: into battle. Yeah. I mean, even in World War II, I don't think generals were...
2: I mean, well, that's had, what I mean. They've had such communication line. issues. They haven't been able to get orders to the fronts, but I think I was reading this on orders, but So they've had to have position top-ranking officials closer because they actually had a general who got killed. He was on the front lines, like, urging them to, to return fire. Like, this guy was out there actually
1: leading infantry. Okay. Hey, old salt dog went out with a bang! Yep. I guess so. Well,
0: hey, look, man. Yep. We are at an hour. um, And I'm glad we were able to knock this one out.
1: Yeah, it feels good. I'll leave it open to you. Uh, Score tonight. uh, Mexico, US. One, one. One, one. Okay. I'm going to say 2-1 Mexico. All right. It's a good pick. I hate it. I hate it if I that will.
0: happens.
2: because it means
0: I, I know you do. I, it's, not, I, it's not that I said I like it. it.
2: It means it must win
1: at home against Panama, fourth place Panama. Which I think is doable. Yep. But we'll see. I'm sure we'll reconvene. So, and we
2: um, we'll find out whether American hearts have been broken as well in the next week. Just the
1: last three.
0: We will see. And maybe
1: join in Forza Italia.
0: Indeed. Well, as always, my friend, it is
1: an honor and privilege to do this this with you. Whenever we can at this point, Uh, Mm -hmm. but at least bi-weekly. So until next time. Au revoir. We'll see you. I like it.